Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, your happy host here. I wanted to uh, give you a quick rundown of who I've got in the studio here. I have Stan Campbell. Stan Campbell from CCW Safe, the COO. Yes, sir. COO, CEO, the uh, owner, operator, uh, extraordinaire, uh, Grand Poobah, I think is the official <laughs> name, of CCW Safe. CCW Safe is the amazing company that protects you if you ever have to defend yourself in a self-defense situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Stan Campbell, he's a longtime friend of the show, super awesome guy. So I'm glad he's here in studio. If you knew what this guy's schedule was like, <laughs> you would be impressed that he's made time to be here. So thank you again, Stan. Uh, no problem. I always make time for my good friend, Phil. This is the most important thing that you do, and I understand that. So really my is. listeners do also. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm uncomfortable today because Phil has moved himself from across the table to right next to me. After four years of being across the table, I, I had to finally make a play. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm really nervous today. Just letting you know. As you should be, but all in a good way. So, folks, CCW Safe, right? This is, we're broadcasting from San Bernardino County. Yes, sir. Uh, in the city of Sad Burning Ghetto. <laughs> and we have San Bernardino County, we have Riverside County, we have Orange County that's coming along pretty well. Mm-hmm. So for Southern California, for our listeners, we have the best opportunity to get a CCW really in the state of California. Yes, sir, you do. Right. L.A. County, I'm sorry, you have a terrible sheriff there. You need to replace him if you ever want to have a a CCW. But I just finally, now this is an admission on my end, I finally completed my paperwork for my CCW. (laughs) Yay. All right. I had one for years. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I moved counties, Mm -hmm. when I moved counties, the old one had to be surrendered. That's right. And then apply for the new one. But I was waiting to see if I could find a used SIG P365. So that took forever. So finally, all the stars aligned. I got what I wanted to put on my card, and I've just finally done it. So as of October 15th, I'm going to be tracking for Riverside County, see exactly how long it takes once once you've completed the application process, mm-hmm. right? So the year and a half that I didn't complete the application process, I can't really blame them you for really it. really can't. That's you. <laughs> that was totally me. That's all you. But from this point forward, we're going to be checking the time on that. So what awesome. do you got to say about that, boss? Well, yeah, um, you know, it's really important to, uh, if you plan on carrying to get in there early, don't, don't be like feeling weight. Do not you know? be like me. Yeah. No. I mean, it, I mean the process is long enough, especially, you know, in this volatile state when it comes down to, you know, those with gun rights. So make sure you do everything that you're supposed to do. Get out there, get in there early and get your paperwork in and get your CCW. And then once you get done, of course, come see us. Uh, you can research, do all the research you can across the nation and those who are in our field, in our industry, and CCW Save will rise to the top each time. 
Um, so yeah, come check us out. There's a lot of different reasons for that. We're going to get into that in just a second here, but, but so, you know, if you live in Riverside County, the process is all online. It starts online. You go to their website down towards the bottom CCW application. You click it. What you need to have is you need to be able to scan your driver's license, some, some uh, proof of residency forms, uh, birth certificate or passport. You need to have your, uh, firearms chosen and their serial numbers handy. Mm-hmm. And once you do all that, I'm going to say, even for a technologically incompetent person such as myself, which is the pet name my wife has for me every time she has to fix something. That's what you think. <laughs> that's, that's another that's, name. That's her best pet name I can say on the air. Yes. <laughs> um, about 20 minutes, you're done. That's right. 20 stinking minutes is it. So if you don't have a CCW, Riverside County, it's because you haven't applied for one yet, or you're a criminal and you shouldn't have one. So anyway, it is available. We we are, and we've said this about a thousand times on the show, you, as the independent citizen, are the first responder. Absolutely. You know, the police department, fire department, whatever, military, they are not the first responders. The person who's there on the scene witnessing, making the call and can stop it, make a difference, you are the first responder and the first responder should better be prepared. That's absolutely true. You know, I was a policeman for 20 years and it doesn't matter. Whenever you call 911, we're at least four minutes away. So that first four minutes is you. So you have to take care of yourself and uh, and be ready uh, to defend yourself or, or someone else that you love. So let's think about a four minute time frame. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're like a free diver, some of these people that you can hold your breath for four minutes. So let's just say that four minutes is an attainable goal to hold your breath. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everybody just hold your breath, try and go for 30 seconds right now. That should be a time frame of how long four minutes actually is. Mm-hmm. You run out of gas in 30 seconds, oh, right? Absolutely. So, so it's an important thing to realize that you are on your own. If your best case scenario and out here in you know, Riverside County, like where I live, it ain't gonna be four minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be four minutes before the police officer gets the uh, gets the call. Yeah, you know, if, if you think about one of our uh, most recent um, shooting incidents, um, the mass shooting, you know, it took those officers about thirty seconds to engage, and it's only because they probably working they were off there. duty. Yeah, they yeah. were off duty in that area. Uh, which, which, one, which one was this? Uh, the the one, Gilroy, the one up north. Yeah, Gilroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were actually armed and on the property. Yeah. And and it still took 30 seconds for them to stop the guy. Correct. And they were right there. They were right there. So if you think about it, you know that the average response time from the time that you call 911 to get to the dispatcher, you're still talking about 60 seconds. And then for them to, and they start putting it out immediately as they're getting the information. But see, but those officers were the first responders because they heard the, the firing going on. Oh, absolutely. They didn't get on the radio call. Absolutely. But they reacted to what was in their presence. That's correct. But but they also, um, you know, there wasn't a concealed carrier there to respond. No. And that's what we're calling the first responders right now for this show. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to be prepared because it's going to take, you know, a few minutes for officers to get there to respond to your emergency. And, um, you know, we all know that there are things that you have to do when there are active shooters, you know, run, hide, fight. But if, in, in a situation like they had at the restaurant, um, you have to switch that sometimes. Depending on how close a person is, you might have to fight, then run and hide. So uh, it really talks it's about proximity. So, Yeah, it dep- you have yeah. to deal with what you're dealt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
So, yeah, so just be ready. Um, it's, it's important if you can find some of those classes for active shooter for your business or even they have personal classes out there. Make sure you uh, look those up and and take a class and, and get your kids ready as well. I actually had a friend, a, a former LAPD. He just texted me on my way over here that they put out a um, a warning to his daughter's school uh, somewhere here. In, um, I think he lives in Lancaster. And, um, you know, his daughter sent him a text message saying that someone said they're going to come shoot up to school and they put them on alert. And, you know, she was all handling it because she's, you know, she's young now. And um, so she's all acting all nonchalant about it and not really thinking about it. And he's having to make a decision. Do you go pick up your kid or do you wait to see if something happens? So, I mean, this stuff happens all the time and you have to be ready and you have to teach your kids what to do if something like that does happen at their school. They just had another case where. Somebody pulled out a twenty two and a couple of kids jumped him and took you know, took him out. Mm-hmm. They beat him up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously the I think the days of running and hiding underneath a desk are over. Yeah. As the general public, we have to stand up and fight evil. Mm-hmm. And so my I mean my hats are off to those two kids who stepped up and, and took out that shooter because frankly that's what should have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, we're going so, to... So what are, what are the ramifications? We're going to get into that. We have another gentleman on the line here, uh, Andrew Bianca. Uh, Andrew Branca. Branca, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Branca is going to come on. Now, he's an attorney for self-defense. Lawofselfdefense.com is his website. We're going to talk with him about what's involved. Because as we've said many, many times before, you want to be able to defend yourself. You want to be able to defend your family. But when you do your life is going to be materially changed. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you have to be ready for, you know, your training has everything to do with it. You know, your choice of weapon training, um, your mindset is important. Um, you know, awareness, um, trying to deescalate and avoid. And then if you're forced into a situation, handling your business and doing everything legally and also, uh, you know, protecting your life and then the aftermath you have to deal with. So the, the legal ramifications, so that's kind of what we're going to get into, you know, when we introduce who I call the godfather of self-defense law, <laughs> Attorney Andrew Branca. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And, and so, folks, if you have a fire, actually, if you don't even have a CCW, you still should take a look at this. CCWsafe.com has, per, has plans to protect you if you have to use your firearm in self-defense at your home. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have a CCW. Yeah, we have home defense plans, yeah. Because as you're going to find out here, your homeowner's insurance will run and hide and mm-hmm. leave you high and dry. Correct. So you, if you own a firearm and you plan on not dying when the bad guy comes through the door, CCW Safe is somebody you need to take a look at. We'll be right back after this with Andrew Branco and uh, Stan Campbell, COO, Grand Poobah, Supreme Commander of CCW Safe. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation is going to revolve around firearms, hunting, gun rights, all the good stuff afforded to Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Now, my faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been the Firing Line Radio Show's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. 
Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. Head on over to Bullseye Sport in Riverside where you need to go for small arms, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that's going to teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitudes essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. For more information about their firearm courses, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. Visit the website, bullseyesport.com, for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, they believe in safety first, 951-823-0211. Folks, thank you for welcoming back here. I have Andrew Branca on the phone from lawofselfdefense.com, and I also have Stan Campbell here in studio with me, Stan Campbell of CCW Safe. The people you need to protect you when you've had to protect yourself. Absolutely. And hey, um, before we get into um, our guest, our invited guest, I wanted to you know tell everybody out there that um, you know it's been some concern for the past six months or so, um, you know, by our members and those who follow us, you know, kind of about the extreme risk protection order coverage, uh, the red red flag law, and you know, red flag laws going on across the nation. And um, so I wanted to let everybody know that we did add an extra special uh, benefit for our ultimate plan members that they are covered, even the existing members right now and those who actually buy into that plan. Uh, we do cover red flag law up to $10,000 for those um, hearings that they have to go to and that's associated with it. This is huge because Gavin Newsom just did this to us this particular year. So um, will you please go over... What, what exactly that would do for them? Okay, so, um, of course, it's a, it's really a, it's a Second Amendment attack, of course, but. Yes. So, um, in the, with the red flag laws, you know, a, a third party could um, present a case against you. Right. Uh, and, you know. Anybody. And anyone can do do so. And, and then the laws, you know, they they differ in each state. Uh, I can let Amber, Andrew uh, kind of add, add to that when he comes on. But what we. Um, what we actually do for you, you know, because of course we handle self-defense cases. Um, now, everybody that if it, if it, if there's a challenge after the self-defense case, all of our members are covered. So right. everyone's covered. It doesn't matter anything after self-defense, you know, shooting incident. We cover any fallback. But the, the problem is someone can do this to you without you being involved in an incident whatsoever. Yeah, you didn't tip the waitress enough. All of a sudden, yeah. you're under red flag law. Yep. Uh, a pending ex-wife, anyone, yeah. girlfriend, and anyone can make a complaint against you and then come and they can confiscate your firearms for a certain amount of time. Uh, there's, there's certain hearings that you have to go through and those hearings cost. And that's the reason why, you know, you know, most of our competitors, they give about $5,000 associated to red flags. We gave $10,000 because we know 5000 not going to cover it because some of these uh, states have multiple hearings that you have to go to. So you have to have a lawyer and, you know, to represent you. And, um, you know, and fight for you to get your weapons back. Now, of course, just like everyone else, um, you're not supposed to fight the authorities for coming to to do so. You hand over your firearms and you deal with it legally. So we just added that to the ultimate plan, folks, that if you have something that's outside of use of force, we'll take care of, you know, your coverage as well and get your lawyers and handle that for you. So if you're a victim of a red flag abuse, Mm -hmm. all right. And I said that specifically for that reason. If you're a victim of red flag abuse, are there options? Can your firearms go to an FFL? Um, it really depends on the, and here it might depend on the county, but it really depends on the state because each state's laws are different. And, you know, they have a, a procedure. Some will allow it to go to FFL. 
Um, but there's some states that they require it to be pulled by law enforcement, so a sheriff or and they PD. throw them on a big bucket, big blue uh, 55 gallon drum. Just throw all your your high end firearms in there, banging them around. <laughs> yeah, I know, I've seen it. You can make it worse. The giant pile on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think they take care of them and they put them in a safe place. But mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll go with Phil's uh, scenario. <laughs> but, put them uh, in a dump truck. They got a skip loader comes in, lifts <laughs> them up, dumps them in a dump truck. Yeah, I, I'm not here to scare you guys, but be aware. Be aware. So I'll be the professional, Phil. Thank you. You always are, but I'm I'm just a plucky comic relief. <laughs> of course, this is why we have you know less thunder in the mouth, more lightning in the hand. That is our. <laughs> that's right. That, that is our, our logo there. Uh, let's bring on Andrew. Let's ask right. him a question. So, guys, so that, so that you know, and um, you know, I'm going to bring Andrew on. Um, with CCW Safe, one of the things that we try to do for our members is we we um, we want you to be your own risk managers. So we give information weekly, you know, um, articles and information from people that have been through shooting cases across the nation and who've either been released from charges or sometimes they've been arrested and, and charged and convicted. And we, we talk about these things and we learn from the mistakes of others. Part of that, that's you know, the best way to learn. It really is. You, you don't want to be learning from no. your own mistakes. But part of that is, you know, we, we've done a, a partnership with Andrew Branca and he, he has this amazing book called The Law of Self-Defense. And it's the best that I've read in the nation because uh, it's my job to follow these around. And Attorney Andrew, Andrew Branca, I mean, I call I really do call him the godfather of self-defense law because he he's so knowledgeable and I love to learn from him every time I, I talk to him. But, um, you know, we, we it's a required read for us, our, our folks in CCW safe. And with our welcome letter, we actually push to them now that Andrew's been, you know, good enough to make it free for our members. And we um, and they just have to pay shipping and handling. So it's a it's a great thing. But we tell them you have to read this book to make yourself stronger. So um, Andrew is um, he I'm a fan. Um, he's a friend of CCW safe. And I want to welcome attorney Andrew Branca, law of self-defense. Hey, guys, very pleased to be here. I should mention I'm actually also a member of CCW safe myself. Yes, sir. All the best people are. <laughs> so is my man, Phil. But thank you. Yeah, and thanks for being on the show, Andrew. Uh, it's absolutely my pleasure. I'm very pleased that Stan arranged this uh, for me to be on the show and uh, glad to add whatever value I can. So, Andrew, what are some of the ways what seems like a, you know, it's in, in the layman's mind, what are some of the ways things can go sideways? You know, a bad guy comes in, the guy defends himself, but we hear this so often that the homeowner suddenly ends up in in handcuffs. What, what are some of the things that happen here? Well, people find an amazing variety of ways to mess up what ought to be a pretty straightforward process. I mean, the reason I do self-defense law as an attorney, and I have done nothing but self-defense law as an attorney for 25 years, is because of all the cases I saw with normal, law-abiding people who've never been in trouble with the law a day in their lives, suddenly get involved in some use of force event, and now they're looking at felony charges, typically aggravated assault charges, looking at maybe a decade or more in prison for something that they genuinely believe in their minds was lawful self-defense, a lawful use of force. But unfortunately, from a strictly technical perspective, a legal perspective, they failed to meet the conditions for self-defense. And self-defense as a legal defense is very binary. It's like a light switch that's either on or off. Either your conduct meets the conditions and you have zero criminal liability for that use of force, or it doesn't. It misses one of the required conditions and you have 100% criminal liability. 
for that use of force. So it's really important to know where those legal lines are. The good news is self-defense law is not rocket science. It's not very complicated. There's really only five elements of a self-defense claim, not 50, not 500. So if people make even a modest effort to learn what those rules are, what the boundaries are, it's quite possible to effectively defend yourself, defend your family, defend your property without running afoul of the law. But they have to know what the law actually is, as opposed to all the bad information that's out there on the Internet, gun magazines, so many other sources. Well, you know, the Facebook chat room is where I get all of my legal uh, advice. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, you said you mentioned five different things that they need to be concerned on. Can we list the five? Sure, of course. Uh, so the five elements of any self-defense claim, and by the way, it's only up to five. Some states don't apply all of these. Uh, are innocence, imminence, proportionality, avoidance, and reasonableness. Meaning simply innocence, you can have been the initial aggressor in the fight. Obviously, if you're the aggressor, you're the bad guy, you can't claim self-defense. Imminence, the threat you're defending yourself against has to be something that's either actually happening in progress or immediately about to happen. It can't be some past threat or some future threat. Uh, proportionality has to do with the degree of force involved. You can only use deadly defensive force, for example, if you're facing a deadly force threat. The gun, and by the way, folks, I'm a concealed carrier myself. I have been my entire adult life. I carry a gun every day for personal protection. The gun is not the solution to every problem. That's where a lot of these cases come from. Uh, avoidance, the element of avoidance has to do with whether or not there's a legal duty to retreat, and reasonableness is rather self-explanatory. You have to have been reasonable in your conduct. We would think the reasonableness would be reasonable, but we're in California here, Andrew, so we are a whole whole different thing for us. Folks, Philip Neyman, Fireline Radio Show. We're going to be right back here with attorney Andrew Branca. He is lawofselfdefense.com. is his website. Get his book. And I have Stan Campbell, CCWSafe, CCWSafe.com. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211. Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951 AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show, and the podcasts happen to be at FiringLineRadio.com. Hey, we just heard from attorney Andrew Branca, and he's talking about the five elements in a self-defense case, your innocence, the imminence of a threat, the proportionality of the reaction, avoidance or, or lack of ability to avoid, and the reasonableness. And these things all come together in cases we hear in the news 
all, every day. Mm-hmm. Something happens like this. So, Stan, you want to see how – bring up one of these cases that happened in Florida and what the results were on that? Exactly. So um, – I'm actually going to let Andrew bring in the case because uh, he wrote an article on it and he did a really good job of breaking it down for us. But Andrew, can take, uh, talk about a, a recent case that, that occurred in Florida, please. Sure. So I usually refer to this as the handicapped parking spot shooting case. This mm-hmm. is a case where uh, a gentleman, uh, Michael Draca, who would be the defendant in this trial, uh, his pet peeve was people unlawfully parking in handicapped parking spots. He observed a car unlawfully parked in a handicapped parking spot, got in a confrontation, a verbal confrontation with the woman driving the car. Um, and the woman's boyfriend then came out of the convenience store and violently shoved Michael Drake to the ground, at which point Michael Drake drew his pistol and shot the boyfriend. Uh, ironically, the boyfriend's name is Marquise McLaughlin, and he was shot and killed by a Glock. So let's take from that what you will. Um, but in any case, then Michael Drake was charged with the uh, manslaughter for the killing of McLaughlin uh, went to trial. Uh, the key issue in the case really was when when Draco was knocked down, he drew his gun. McLaughlin saw the gun and took a step back, and then that's when Draco shot him. So the prosecutor's argument, of course, was that, well, maybe there had been an initial attack by McLaughlin, but the attack had ended when McLaughlin saw the gun, and Draco shot him anyway. The jury found that argument compelling enough to convict Draca of manslaughter, and he was sentenced to 20 years, mandatory minimum, no possibility of early release. He's in his 40s, so he'll be in his 60s before he's out of prison. Wow. So now the the Glockton, the gentleman, gentleman, the, the uh, overactive person who passed away on this particular case, he was unarmed, correct? He was unarmed, right. So... So what would happen? I mean, here's a, a situation. If there's a shooting that happens, how do you tell if somebody is running away or if they're repositioning behind better cover? Well, it's very difficult, and it really comes down to the reasonableness of the defender's perception. So obviously, if the defender is on trial, it's because they ended up using force. If they hadn't used force, they wouldn't be on trial. If they used the force, uh, they believe they had reason to do that. Was their perception of the need a reasonable perception with another would another person in their position have come to the same conclusion? Now, importantly, their perception does not have to be accurate. It does not have to be true. Mm-hmm. They can be mistaken in their belief that it's necessary, say, to fire that shot. We're not required to make perfect decisions in self-defense. We're required to make reasonable decisions in self-defense, and reasonable mistakes are acceptable. But they do have to be reasonable mistakes. So if it was something that, that could actually change it, and, and what, what Andrew, just to piggyback his thought, it's similar to what we deal with as police officers where, you know, in the dimly lit room outside, whatever you pull from your waist, your phone case. But but the movement that you make is yeah. almost like pulling I a gun I get it. and the officer shoots him. And, you know, it, it's, it wasn't a gun. So same type of situation. Now, things could change in split second. Now, the reasonableness of the act could have changed if maybe the person that was standing above you know, the shooter reached back behind his 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 waistband, you know, to the rear without saying something or say, I'll kill you. I got a gun, too. That would change everything. But in that split second, you know, none of those things happen. So then it's judged by that, you know, your peers. And, and we see that. I mean, uh, we're getting a little bit off topic here, but we see that with like the suicide by cop mm-hmm. where the guy says something like that, throws his wallet in the air and Correct. on his movement, on his reaction, he receives a few uh, oh, copper implements. Yes. So, um, you know, 
he did that on purpose. Oh yeah. And he knows that that action is going to draw that response. Yes. So, so, so in this particular case, you know, if, if the, the man standing above him moved forward instead of to the rear, that, that makes all oh, the, one the in difference. Florida? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he turned Absolutely. around. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and so that's why I was, that's why I asked the point, you know, he's not armed. So he's not going to find a position of cover to try and fire back from. He's trying to flee or at least stop his attack. So I understand that. Hey, and Andrew, you know, in, in Florida, you know, Florida is pretty friendly when it comes down to self-defense law. You know, um, for it to be a case in Florida that, in which, you know, it does take a nosedive like that. Now, is that f- few and far apart or is that just kind of the way that, it, you know, the world is going now? Well, frankly, the handicapped parking space was always, to my mind, a very ambiguous self-defense case. I thought either a conviction or an acquittal could be reasonable on the facts of that case. It was not by any stretch a clean self-defense shoot, for sure. Mm -hmm. But what people have to keep in mind is that, you know, the moment you get engaged in a confrontation, and it could just be a confrontation that starts verbally, for example, but might escalate. The moment you get engaged in that confrontation, you're, you, you've incurred two risks you were not incurring a moment before. A risk of dying in that confrontation and a risk of ending up in prison because of that confrontation. And it's a, it could be a very slippery slope. Uh, the risks of those things are never zero. I don't care if you carry a gun. I don't care how well you know the law. We can train and practice and reduce those risks as close to zero as possible, but they're always greater than zero. The only way for them to be zero is to not get engaged in a confrontation in the first place. Mm. Look at Michael Draker. If he had won a trial, if he had been acquitted at trial and not been sentenced to 20 years in prison, this would not have been a win for him, getting in a confrontation over that handicapped parking spot, because Mm. he still would have gone through the trial process. He still would have faced the risk of prison. He still would have incurred all that expense. And of course, he's had the tragedy of actually having taken another human being's life when arguably it wasn't necessary to do so. Correct. That is true. Uh, what is a good way for people to get this kind of information, uh, Andrew? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked. We have a special offer just for your audience. We have a very popular DVD, about an hour long, that's the top 10 things people don't know about self-defense law, and it talks a lot about the typical kinds of errors, mistakes we see people making in self-defense. I'd like to offer to your audience for free. I think it's normally $20. Uh, just ask that they pay the shipping and handling so we don't have to pay that on their behalf. But if they just point their browser to lawofselfdefense.com slash firing line, they'll be able to order that DVD, top 10 things they probably don't know about self-defense law for free. Unbelievable. Actually, I know my listeners pretty well. They are into free. <laughs> yeah. Free is good. My favorite F word. Lawofselfdefense.com forward slash firing line. And Cover guys, cover the uh, the shipping on this. This looks like a great thing. I'm gonna order mine. Top ten things of uh, top ten things. You for probably don't law. know about self defense law. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure there's more than ten for me. Oh yeah. You're only listing ten, but there's more than ten for me. That's that's the way I over overcompensate there. How you like that, Stan? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> love Folks, it for you. Once again, lawofselfdefense.com forward slash firing line. Get your free DVD, one hour DVD. This is important stuff because if it's in your mind, if you just have ownership of these facts and it stops you from doing the one thing like, oh, I don't know, applying three and a half pounds of trigger pressure when somebody turns their back, mm. Uh, saves your life. Absolutely. Right. And then um, although Andrew didn't say it, you know, uh, we, we always tell our, our tens of thousands of members to, 
you know, go to his his website and subscribe to you know his his um, information. Yeah. yeah, you know, he puts out daily blogs and information, and um, he covers a lot of cases. Uh, he really is the hardest working man in self defense law. So I really want you guys to follow uh, him. I pretend to be humble, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really are. Uh, if you're not humble, you can be on our show. Okay, so uh, they go to lawselfdefense.com, and the blog is right there. They can just sign up to subscribe to it. That's right. Very good. So, guys, gals, everybody out there, take a look at this, lawofselfdefense.com forward slash firing line. Get your free DVD, cover the shipping, uh, and sign up for the daily blog. There also is some blog work that I've seen coming out of CCW Safe. Yes, sir. Yeah, so m- make sure that you um, you know follow us as well. Subscribe to ccwsafe.com. Um, you can become a subscriber to our newsletter as well. Uh, we put out weekly information. We don't work as hard as Andrew, but we still put out one some fifth really, is hard. One, one fifth is hard, yeah. but we make sure we get um, information for you guys to You're learn from the mistakes of others. Oh, <laughs> can't stand it. Um, so you guys gotta come check us out as well. Check out a new section. Uh, check out you know what we. I present as well. We, we break down a lot of cases and stuff for you and, and, and help you become stronger to be your own risk manager. And you even are running a podcast. Yeah, so me and Mike, we do a Inside CCW Safe podcast. Uh, Don West, who's been yep. on your show as well. Yep. Don West and um, and another guest, they do another podcast as well. So check out our podcast. Um, and we, we like to put out a lot of information and, and give you a lot of food for thought. And this is stuff that you're going to need to see several times and digest and keep it make it just part of your mantra folks if you're going to carry a firearm for self-defense and as you just heard andrew bring this up you're introducing a firearm into a situation simply by carrying it this is a responsibility on you you need to know what the ramifications of that are folks philip Naiman, firinglineradio.com we'll be right back after this hi folks philip Naiman from firing line radio show If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. Welcome back to the firing line radio show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, what what an intro is that? I've got Conan the Barbarian and and Stan Campbell, the very white barbarian too. It's awesome, awesome to be on the show. Thanks, Stan. Yeah. I made him do that. He was very uncomfortable with it, but hey, it was. Worth I'm it. uncomfortable sitting next to you, so doing I don't that. blame you. All I'm right. uncomfortable sitting next to me. Gee, many Christmas, folks. I have uh, Andrew. Do you do a sexual uh, harassment lawsuits too? I mean, you know. 
<laughs> no, Andrew. I do not. <laughs> Andrew Branco. Andrew Branco is your self-defense attorney that you're going to need to check out, folks. Lawofselfdefense.com. Lawofselfdefense.com. One of the things we talked about earlier in our sessions were the five different areas that have to do with self-defense. Innocence, imminence, proportionality, avoidance, reasonableness. Um, what would you like to talk about on that, Andrew? Is there anything you really see people making... Where do people make the most of their mistakes? Well, unfortunately, they make them on almost every one of those elements. And when you when you just list them like that, those five people think, well, that's easy enough. There's no way I'm going to mess that up. But I can tell you, <laughs> we get kicked where people have messed those things up. Uh, on innocence, for example, well, you can't be the initial aggressor in the fight. Okay, that makes sense. How hard is that to understand? But people mess it up. Uh, they might be engaged in a confrontation where the other person was the aggressor. And then the other person stops being the aggressor, starts walking away, and they decide they're not done with this fight yet. Mm -hmm. They pursue that person. And now they're the aggressor in a second fight as far as the law is concerned. Mm -hmm. uh, so they may have been the initial victim, but because they've now become the aggressor, they've lost that element of innocence and they've lost self-defense. Uh, so imminence is the other one, is if somebody makes a threat against you, right? So there's there was a threat... I don't know. Someone said, that, well, I'm going to come out and I'm going to take care of, of Stan. And, and um, he says that a week ago. And then Stan finds him in a parking lot and takes care of him. And he can't say, well, the guy threatened my life. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not an imminence of a threat. It has to be something that's about to happen in the next what? Minute? 30 seconds? 10 seconds? Uh, an instant, something that would otherwise be unavoidable is really the key phrase. Uh, and where people get into trouble there is they either use force too soon before the threat's actually imminent. Mm -hmm. uh, or Overachievers. They use force too late. Yeah, or they use force too late. Uh, and, of course, if you use force too late, this happens a lot, actually, with concealed carriers where they'll, they'll be facing a threat, they'll draw their gun, and then they start thinking about whether or not they should shoot because they haven't thought it through beforehand like they should have done. Uh, and they hesitate, and you can almost see the wheels spinning in their head as they try to make a decision. And they finally make the decision to shoot, but there was a second or two delay. And this may well have been what happened with Michael Drake in the handicapped mm -hmm. parking spot. Uh, he drew his gun. Drawing the gun was almost certainly lawful. But then there was this delay during which the person who shoved him down turned, began to look like they were walking away, and then he fired the shot. So he had been facing an imminent threat when he got knocked down, but the imminent threat had stopped. His use of force occurred after that window of eminence had closed, and therefore it wasn't lawful anymore. All right, so let's talk about proportionality. Um, the bad guy in, this, in the handicap thing. Well, not, neither of them were great, but the guy who pushed the other one down, now he pushes him down, a hard shove. Now that's a physical movement, mm. but is that... Is that something somebody should draw and fire on? So probably the shove by itself, the answer would be no. But if the shove was followed up by a sustained attack, well, where you're right, now on right. the ground and, and a larger aggressor. So that's, and remember, what Draco would be allowed to use the gun for is not necessarily just the, the physical impact he's already suffered, but what's about to happen, mm -hmm. right? The imminent threat that's about to occur. So, absolutely, if Marquise McLaughlin had followed up the shove with a sustained attack, use of the gun almost certainly would have been lawful. I, I agree with lawful that. Lawful in the, in, the, in the George Zimmerman case. Right. Uh, so the real question is, 
well, did Drake have a reasonable perception that that kind of sustained attack was about to occur? If you believe that's true, then the use of the gun was lawful. The jury did not believe that was true. They believed that the step that McLaughlin took back indicated that there was not going to be a sustained attack. Mm-hmm. Drake should have seen that and should not have fired that shot. That that does sound and, and unfortunately, I, I think these this should be in California. Now we continually write laws for criminals mm-hmm. in California. Um, we have just pretty much done away with any mandatory sentencing if you use a firearm in a crime in California. Yet we just wrote fifteen new laws about ownership, mm-hmm. right? So our Excremento, California, and Gavin Newsom are absolutely off the charts as far as being unreasonable on this stuff. But the ten twenty life in in Florida, it's pretty cut and dried. If you use a firearm commission, this is your deal. You have that penalty, so. You have to own your actions, your reasonableness, your proportionness. Can you avoid it? Because the last thing I want to do is spend 10 years or 20 years or life in prison for something, for, for, for stopping a, a scumbag from doing something, right? Absolutely. Whether it's parking. Pe- Go ahead. And people need to keep in mind, even if you end up not convicted, even if you're acquitted, you win the trial. The process itself is the punishment. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollars out of your account uh, automatically for uh, lawyer fees. Minimum hundred thousand dollars. So most of the cases I work on are aggravated assault cases with normally law-abiding people who pulled out their gun, got charged with aggravated assault. The retainer for their lead counsel is typically in the range of thirty to fifty thousand dollars. That's not for the trial, folks. That's the pre-trial retainer. Correct. Yeah, you're going to be out of pocket a minimum a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and then the average case for us, you know, if if it's and it really goes as aligned with what Andrew just stated, but if you have a, a deadly force shooting case, it's going to be six figures for your retainer only. So you're talking a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, you can't find a really good attorney to you know that has experience that will do it for less than that. I mean, the truth is, I mean, that's one of the key competitive advantages that CCW has in my mind is that they don't limit their coverage that way. There's other competing companies that do a pretty good job overall. I, I've represented their, their members in cases. But if they cap the coverage at 150 or 200 or $250,000, folks, if you've killed someone and you're charged with murder and claiming self-defense, that's not enough money for the trial. Absolutely. And, and then, you know, Andrew, and, spe- and speaking and do of do you want a public defender? Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and speaking of that, Andrew, and, you know, one other strength that CCW Safe has that Andrew appreciates is the fact that we cover retrials, mistrials and, and and anything that's associated with that, you know, so. Uh, and not only that, but one of the things that I think separates you folks is it's any form of self-defense. Correct. It, if, if you're defending your life, firearm. no, it can be your bare hands. It could be. You know, um, any any legal weapon, the tire tool. These hands are lethal. Well, yours are. Yes. Uh, not many have those. But, <laughs> you know, we, we, I mean, we, we do defend our members. You know, if there's a life-threatening uh, attack, you can do whatever you need to stop the attack. Exactly. And that's important because you don't find that coverage with other things. You know, our last couple of minutes here, why don't you guys talk together about, you know, why... This is necessary. I said before, your homeowner is going to leave you high and dry. Why don't you touch a little bit on that? Well, um, if you have homeowner's insurance, uh, there are some um, companies that will cover a self-defense shooting. 
uh, but most don't. And the way that they get out of it is because it is not an accident, and, and they see that as a intentional an act. intentional act. And if it if it's not written in your policy, and you have to look at your policy because your broker may not know, he might think you're covered. But if it doesn't say that that intentional acts are covered, then you're probably going to be high and dry thinking that you are covered from your homeowner's insurance, and you're not. So you have to really be careful. So do your due diligence and check that out. You know, one of the things that often happens, and I'm sure, Andrew, you can talk about this, is the lawsuits afterwards, the civil lawsuits that happen. We just saw on the news this last week, week and a half ago, some some bad guy went into a store, was trying to rip him off, and a, a clerk or some employee there drew his firearm, shot him, and killed him. Mm. And the family was livid that how dare that employee have a gun. Mm. Didn't you just, you just, yeah, wrote, you just yeah. wrote on that one, didn't you, Andrew? Uh, I haven't yet, but I I, uh, I was on another program uh, being interviewed as a guest when we spoke about it at some length. Yeah, I mean, this is another factor people have to consider, and that is as unreasonable as that woman in that in that news reporting was. She's real. She's out there, folks. Mm-hmm. And I always have to tell my clients when, especially if we've been offered a plea deal and the client doesn't want to take the plea deal. Listen, if I put you in front of a jury. There's a 5 to 10% chance you're getting convicted. I don't care how innocent you actually are, because juries are unpredictable. There's always that risk. And one of the reasons there's that risk is because women like that could be on your jury. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in the world that we live in right Where now. Where do you go with that? For, unbelievable. Folks, take warning. Take heed. Forewarned is forearmed. Uh, check it out. Lawofselfdefense.com forward slash firing line to get the free DVD. Ten Top 10 things you don't know about self-defense. And I want to thank my special guest, Andrew Bronco, for being online with us Uh Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for being involved with CCW Safe. And, of course, turning it over to my buddy here, Stan Campbell, who is absolutely rock solid, ccwsafe.com. These are the guys you want to do business with. Stan, thank you very much. Thank you, Phil. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me. All right, folks, have a great weekend. We'll see you all next week. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. AM 590, the answer.